What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, guys, hope you're doing well. Cloud with you here. I want to thank Barton Henley yesterday was with us. Thank you, Barton, for taking the time. And he said something yesterday or the last episode that made me think, you know, I agree with that. He was talking about how Pilate is one of the more interesting characters in the Passion narrative. And that's where we're at today. We're picking up in Mark chapter 15. I've got verses 6 through 20 today, and it's kind of in the middle of that story. Jesus was handed over back and forth. He has, has these various sham trials and inquisitions and He's in the middle of Pilate's thing now. And Pilate's interesting to me, uh, well, not only because he he knows Jesus is innocent and there's this politics going on and he's trying to keep, you know, Israel copacetic and peaceful because he has his superiors, but yet he's also wanting to sock it to the, the Sanhedrin because, you know, it, it's just the, the politics of it, right? He's interesting. I think it would make a good, like, TV show or something, right? Anyways, I think he's interesting. He's got all sorts of nuance. But more than that, I, I see a little bit of myself, and, and perhaps maybe you see yourself in Pilate's position. Um, so anyways, let's let's dig into that. We're in Mark chapter 15. I've got verses 6 through 20. So I'll try to slow down and let this famous, familiar text kind of wash over us as we try to empathize or, or see what God has for us. So Mark 15, verses 6 through 20. Now at the feast, Pilate used to release for them one prisoner for whom they asked. And among the rebels in prison who had committed murder in the insurrection, there was a man called Barabbas. And the crowd came up and began to ask Pilate to do as he usually did for them. And he answered them, saying, Do you want me to release for you the king of the Jews? For he perceived that it was out of envy that the chief priest had delivered him up. But the chief priest stirred up the crowd to have him release for them Barabbas instead. And Pilate again said to them, Then what shall I do with the man you call the king of the Jews? And they crowd out again, Crucify him! And Pilate said to them, Why, what evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, Crucify him! And so Pilate, wishing to satisfy the crowd, released for them Barabbas, and having scourged Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. And the soldiers led him away inside the palace, that is, the governor's headquarters, and they called together the whole battalion, and they clothed him in a purple cloak, and twisting together a crown of thorns, they put it on him, and they began to salute him, Hail, King of the Jews! And they were striking his head with a reed and spitting on him and kneeling down in homage to him. And when they had mocked him, they stripped him of the purple cloak and put his own clothes on. And they led him out to crucify him. And so in this story, I I kind of see myself a little bit as Pilate and also the crowd. And I, I want to explain. So Pilate, he, he knows Jesus is innocent. And he's aware of all the politics involved and he's actually trying to get him released, right? Which is, that's a good thing, right? But he also wants to, to gain control over the crowd uh, and, and, and kind of subdue things, right? 
But at the same time, he's also he submits to the crowd like they're screaming and he kind of bends to their will. And so I think that's true in a lot of our lives. You know, in the Bible, this is often called the fear of man or you might be you might have heard it called peer pressure or, you know, people pleasing, um, you know, that kind of a thing. And so I think that we have a, a fear of man pandemic within in, in the deepest parts of our hearts that with whether it's the right thing or I'm going to have integrity or there's a big crowd and there's pressure and a, a popular opinion, how hard it is to go against that. If you think that people think bad of you or, or here Pilate thinks that he's going to lose favor politically uh, with the crowd. And it's kind of this wrestling match uh, of, of, you know, using people to meet certain ends with uh, the chief priest and everything. And so it's like this, you know, we, we kind of call it codependency, uh, Pilate needs the crowd and the crowd needs Pilate kind of worshiping each other and, and being so moved by the the opinions of others. And man, isn't that true in our lives? We're so moved by the opinions of others that we would sacrifice truth or integrity uh, for the sake of other people's opinions of us. I think I see myself in that story. I think um, I'm more like Pilate than I am like of Jesus, for instance. And then another kind of practical takeaway, right? Don't do that, right? I, I also see myself kind of like the crowd. Crucify him, right? And I think that that may sound kind of harsh, but if you think about it, anytime we, we sin, our sin itself, if, we're, if it were given words, would cry out, crucify him. I've said this many times before, but the only thing that we bring to our salvation is the sin that makes it necessary. We're the crowd, we're Pilate. We're the bad guy. We're Barabbas. Like Jesus, we're not Jesus. Like we're the bad guys in this piece. And seeing ourselves in that way helps us apply this to where our hearts are truly at. Not thinking more highly of ourselves than we ought. We're usually the bad guy of the piece. And that helps us point to the holy God man, Jesus, and to be even more thankful that he died and went through all of this despite us being the worst, the worst part of that. Our sin is what made all this necessary. And we can go on and on about the physical aspects of being crucified or or how his back was ripped open often to the bone or maybe even his entrails were showing when he was flogged and all that. We, we could go on and on and we'll, we'll have plenty of time to do that, to really think how somber and deep and, and how much of a heartache this passage is. But I think if we see ourselves as as more like Pilate or more like the crowd, uh, that it helps us increase our worship as we turn to Jesus and thanksgiving for what he's done for us. Y'all stick with it. We're going to continue on in this passion narrative on the next episode. Y'all have a great weekend, and we'll see you then. Thank you guys for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. As always, we hope that you heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk and reflect Christ in your everyday steps. To find out more information about New Vision, you can go to newvisionlife.com or follow us on Instagram at newvisionlife. Again, we're for you, we love you, and we look forward to seeing you back here on Monday.